0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Interviewing the Legends, brought to you by the Publicity Works Agency, devoted to promoting musicians and authors worldwide. Call us today at 941-877-1552 to start your free publicity evaluation. Remember, we shine only when we make you shine. Please welcome the host of Interviewing the Legends, music journalist, author, and entrepreneur, Ray Shasho.
1: Well, once again, everyone, I'm your host, Ray Shasha. Welcome to another edition of Interviewing the Legends on BBS Radio TV, brought to you by the Rockstar Chronicles Series One. My new book featuring over 45 intimate conversations with the greatest music legends the world will ever know. It's available now at bookbaby.com and amazon.com. He is music royalty. There's no question about that. And there aren't many families that have had more of an impact on soul music than the legendary Walmack family. And that talented family continues to make an impact through the emergence of Curtis Binky Walmack. Binky is the son of the late Curtis Walmack of the Walmack brothers and has made a career for himself as a top tier session guitarist. Binky's career transitioned from backing his father and his uncle Bobby Walmack to working with stars like Usher and Snoop Dogg. He became a... Uh, he, he has become a soul tracks favorite with every album displaying his killer guitar work and a sound that harkens on the best elements of blues, southern soul, and R&B. Binky's latest release is called Binky Walmack, Mr. Walmack 2021, and it's available now at Amazon.com. Please welcome R&B, soul, rock, music artist, producer and nephew of the legendary Bobby Walmack, Curtis Binky Walmack to interviewing the legends. Hello, Binky.
2: Hey, man. Glad to be here.
1: I'm glad you're here, man. Um, I want to first talk talk about the new album, which I love. I gave it five stars. It's incredible. Oh,
2: fantastic. Yeah, thank you.
1: Um, you know, I love your guitar playing and it, it was, you know, I could hear it maybe in one or two tracks, but I'm mm-hmm. um, hopefully, hopefully the next album will feature some of your guitar licks. Is that possible? <laughs> you know, it,
2: it, 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 trying to find a happy balance, you know, because I'm a, right. a real shred type guy and it's, it's, it's like, I, I find myself having to tone it down in these soul records, you know. Right. So I, I, I purposely, you know, try to stay within a, a, a certain, you know, a certain range on this record because you know sometimes it gets a little guitar heavy, and I think um, you know not everyone's uh, you know a, a real you know hard edge you know listener. So I try to I try to tone it down. But yeah, I, I I was thinking that maybe I should just have like one song, you know, where I just mm-hmm. where I just go for. I don't know, man. It's in your DNA. That guitar's in your DNA.
1: I mean, soul is, but so is your DNA. I mean, yeah. you know, Bobby played a lot of guitar. You know,
2: man, he was he played with the
1: Stones. He played with everybody.
2: Yeah, but he would he would tone that down too. I mean, he he, you know, there was there was you know a long period where he didn't even touch guitar unless he was recording you know what i mean mm-hmm. or if he was playing acoustic i mean but right. he would never uh you know he, he he kept that under wraps you know people didn't really understand or have an idea of what type of guitar player he was he was phenomenal
1: mm-hmm. but man you're so talented on guitar right? it's, it's a shame to you know suppress it <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I was slipping over to uh, uh, in the rock genre. They was they were putting me as a rock artist, right? So you know, well,
1: you can do both. You can be yeah. soul and and you know R and B and rock.
2: I mean, look at Prince. You know, yeah, you know, what you Prince know, had and, a, he had a big platform. You know, he had Warner Brothers there to to you know to hand him out like that, like right. I love, I love the album.
1: I'm a big R&B fan from way back. You know, I was I brought up in Baltimore and also in D.C., so we, mm-hmm. we always had R&B music on the radio. Very, very lucky. And not too many people know how to, you know, crank out good R&B music like you do.
2: Yeah, thank you. It's it's just a different time, you know. I try to stick to the soul roots and, like you said, the uh, – the rhythm and blues and not so much the trendy there's a there's a, a trendy mm-hmm. r&b right you know that has certain elements that i i find um you know, boring and, and repetitive try right. to so deliver you know some of the gospel roots and stuff and it, exactly you know, and when i was growing up i was uh, i had a lot of rock influences you know i grew up with slash and um mm-hmm. And you know, Lenny Kravitz, you know, we we all grew up together, so we were listening to a lot of rock, you know. Ozzy yeah, story. look at
1: Lenny Kravitz, man. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he, yeah, he, he has his niche, you know. Oh yeah,
2: and, and, and Slash too. You know, these were local guys in my neighborhood.
1: <laughs> huh. Wow, that's pretty cool. Well, some of my favorite tracks, <clears throat> Mr. Walmack, of course, you got some very cool background singers i love I love how you implemented that mm-hmm. um, and a very good beat. every song has a great beat to it,
2: yeah. which I love yeah thank you the, the Mr. Womack, those are uh, some of my cousins mm-hmm. uh, Mark Womack and uh and his and uh mark well actually Mark Walmack and Mark jr. Or doing those those other two verses in there, and my cousin Mustafa is singing on the hook. So it was, it was a big Womack, uh, you know, salute type type song. Everyone should should check it out. Well,
1: a lot of the critics liked Vitamin B, and they pointed at that as the best song on the album. But I disagree. I I love the song, but I think there are other songs on the album that are even better than Vitamin D. I, so B. do
2: I. I mean, vitamin B is, is, is that cliche, you know, mm-hmm. it has everything in it. I mean, you know, it right. has the strings, the horns, and it just has that, you know, feel good. But I, I think uh, I, uh, one guy told me his favorite song on the album was uh, I Hear You Knockin'. Right. You know, and that's just a song that's just, you know what I mean? It's just like, to me, it's like... Uh, some guy sitting on the porch with a with a guitar and a banjo. Mm-hmm. It's like a foot stomping, you know, just just straight home, down home groove of what you would hear maybe in a church in the you know in the '60s or something. You know, it has that type of feel on it. But my favorite song is um, uh, Give Me a Chance. Mm-hmm. I like the uh, you know the the way that came together. My favorite is one night stand. <laughs> oh, oh, you like that? I, I intentionally, you know, because um, I do a lot of funk and, and you know uh, other genres and records for for other people, but yeah. I never did anything like that for myself. Right. So I said, "Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna dial up a you know something to kind of get people on the floor." That was my uh, like my uh, Prince, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis type. You know exactly. <laughs> but I'm glad you like that one. I don't smoke no leaves. And, uh, <laughs> I don't smoke no leaves, <laughs> but, but I love to drink.
1: <laughs> you, you won't be laughing when it's time to go. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I heard,
1: I heard a little bit of Parliament in that.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I was a big fan of the Parliament Funkadelics. They were you a wild
2: what? man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, actually, to mention that, you know. Um, I grew up with George's son Trey Luke. We went oh, to really? school together.
0: Yeah. So
2: we have a band out, which is like, uh, you know, we open for Parliament mm-hmm. and uh, open for George. And uh, George is actually on the album. Check out uh, the P Union. The mm-hmm. record actually will drop. The first record dropped last year, but the second album drops um, next month, August right. 11th. Okay. You got to hear that. I'm the lead singer and one of awesome. the lead singers in that group. And it's all funk, you know. It's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's Parliament Funkadelic, yep. but it's twenty twenty one. All right, but it's still funky. You have you have to hear that, right? Yeah, we I'll, we I'll need more funk. We
1: need more funk. You yeah. remember you remember Sinde, I don't know I don't know. He he used to do these uh, funk shows on TV. Yeah,
2: you know what? I was just. It's crazy that you mentioned that because I was just watching that on YouTube. It was Sinbad. Yeah. Those are in, the, awesome. in the Caribbean, somewhere right. with, like Cameo and Lakeside or something like that.
1: Yeah. I saw Sinbad here locally and I, I heard he had a, uh, a stroke or a heart attack recently.
2: Yeah, you know, he he had something, but uh, yeah. he's doing pretty good. He's doing good.
1: good. Yeah, he's a good guy. I like, I like him a lot. Yeah. But you know, one night stand, man. If the if the music industry was only normal, it, that would have been a hit, in my opinion. <laughs> well, you it's got it, hit it, written all
2: over it. Yeah, it, it, it still can be. I mean, the record's only been out two weeks, mm-hmm. so it's, it's got some time to to get legs. You know, people. You know, they don't. Uh, I guess I'm, the younger people uh, search for music, but. Right, You know, you have to put it in everyone's, you know, in everyone's face. So maybe I get around to doing a video for that one. We got to get would... rid of
1: all these girl, girl singers, yeah. man. Taylor Swift and I, I can't <laughs> take it anymore.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. We I'm need to
1: break you... back the, the bands, the groups, the, you know, the, the, the uh, great musicians. That, that's what's so great about R&B. They always had great musicians.
2: Yeah, like and jazz, you know? And, and, and when you go to the show and you hear that music uh, play back to you live with actual right. instruments, it's nothing can compare to that. You
1: nothing. Know? Absolutely nothing. I saw the Funkadelics with the Ohio Players oh, wow. in the beginning when they first came out. I think Funky Warm had just come out by the Ohio mm-hmm. Players. And just to listen to those horns, man, and watch them back, you know, it, it was incredible. Guys yeah. are awesome.
2: I, I caught Ohio players playing. They were playing. Uh, it was somewhere near the beach, and mm-hmm. the show was phenomenal. I mean, it was like thirteen piece band, yeah, four piece horn section, and and the sound coming back was just you know immaculate.
1: They, they don't make bands like that anymore. There's no there's no new bands like that with that kind of talent. There really isn't. And it's and, amazing.
2: And- that you can go to, like you know, like a huge show, which would have been like a, a Woodstock or something back right. in the day, and and people are doing track dates.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I like the way they used to mix shows together. Like I saw Uriah Heep with Earth Wind and Fire and C.C. Top. I mean, yeah. that's you know, this way you get to flavor, you know, the right. best of all the genres. You know, that was very very smart. And North Wind and Fire was a big hit. That's when they came out with um Evil. That was a long time ago. That was like one of their first hits.
2: Yeah, they were fantastic too as 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 a live show, you know. Right. But everyone in that era was, you know, if you yeah, to they were OJs or Right. Anyone, the Temptations, they they had a smoking band. So so what happened, man? how did
1: we get from up there to down here musically?
2: You know what I mean? You know what, man? We, Uh, you know the industry it's easy for them to just add water you know what I mean it's just like if you go to uh, you know a big show there's lots of uh, moving parts that you have to put together and then if you have like one guy that's just going to rap and hold the mic and one guy that's going to play the record or or do a track date you know uh, you're going to get the same amount of of people in the show, but you're going to have less expenses. So I guess I yeah. guess it's just about the business of it, you know.
1: It's pretty sad, though, you know. I mean, your band—it's—it's it's all talent, man. It's great. It's like the old days. That's why I love you guys so much. You know, you should be at the top of the charts, you know, and R and B and in rock. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's—it's it, it, it's a lot of hard work coming from you know uh, an indie standpoint because everything that we do. You know, we, we put it together, you know. Right. There, there's no masterminds behind right. the, the tour or the, the rehearsals or, or the, you know, the theatrics. It's just, you know, it's just, hey, we're going to go out here. and We're going to, you know, we're going to rehearse hard. We're going to play hard, hey, you know.
1: I, I wanted to ask you about I Hear You knocking. Um, <laughs> it's it's not it, anything to do with the Smiley Lewis song or is it? Because it's kind of similar. I never heard that. Oh, well, oh,
2: you, oh, you mean oh, you mean the one that uh uh the one that Ray uh, who was it was that Ray Charles or was that uh Little Rich? you talking Little, about that
1: Pat um, Domino's did it um, Dave Edmonds did it, I hear you knocking. but it's different oh, oh. your version is different
2: yeah no it it had nothing to do with with that and mm-hmm. I, I kind of I kind of had that uh, you know when I was putting it together. It, it, it came around to where, you know, I remember and I know that song, mm-hmm. but it was like, uh, I started that song, it's just like, you know, with the just, like I said, like a foot stomping groove. Right. And then when I started the story about, you know, um, you know, uh, this guy was, was, he was just getting home from last night, but mm-hmm. he was kind of, uh, his wife was just getting home, or his girl was just getting home at the same time, so he forgot all about. it. He was out all night. It was like, you know, <laughs> I'm getting in first and I'm locking the door, you know. I mean? <laughs> so, it, 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 you're not coming in here, you know. So, it, it, it's it's kind of similar, but I, I I did go back and listen to that, and it was like uh, that one is uh, what is it? This is I hear. What what is the actual? Uh, Words to the other song, it was—it was a little bit, you know. I hear you knock, and but you can't come in. Yeah, no, no. Mine was I hear you knocking, but theirs was something else. Right. It was something like that. I, I but it's similar. It's similar, yeah, yeah. but it's, yeah, wh- yeah, it's a way similar. off
1: as far as the rhythm. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: So I, I, I gotta, I gotta give them, you know, the, the some type of. You know, yeah, influence. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Because there's yeah. a lot of stuff that goes into your DNA that you know, know you may kind of pull pull from. But yeah, it wasn't like you know, it just kind of came together <laughs> like that.
1: <laughs> Yours is different, man. No, yeah. no lawsuits. I mean, yeah, totally different. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: I'll back that, you up.
2: That that happens sometimes. I I remember I had something, and my uncle said, "Well, that kind of sounds like a, a O.J.s." right I love trade. and it was just like yeah. you know, i just say people all over the world but that's oh, you know man. it was it it was, it was just that one instance you know that's in okay. you know like our dna that uh you know other people could never just pull that out of of, of something you know what i mean
1: you know uh, other musicians copy other musicians that's just going to happen you can't you can't help it you know there's just so much music you can put out there
2: yeah, and, and there's yeah. there's so much stuff that's inside of you from what you've heard, you know what I mean? Right. Sometimes I'll play a lick and it'll be like, oh, that reminds me of, uh, like someone said, uh, 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 keep on walking, what's that guitar lick? What's that guitar lick? And I said, well, it kind of sounds like, I knew exactly uh-huh. what he was talking about. It kind of sounds <laughs> like... Uh, Love TKO that my uncle Cecil did for Teddy uh-huh. Teddy Pendergrass, but right. it's you know it's 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 got the same makeup, but it's not the same leg. But it mm-hmm. got it has the same feel. You know what I mean? And sure. sometimes when you play sessions, stuff like that, you always. I remember I was playing a session for uh, Norman Whitfield. Oh wow! He, he have you leave everything you you have inside of you on the tape. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like play something different. Play something different. <laughs> so, you so, you know, you, you you will start digging down in yourself for what, you know, licks, you know, and feels that, you know, you've heard and that you remember and, you know. And then he puts it all together. He was an amazing guy. He was incredible. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm friends with um, Peter uh, Rivera from Rare Earth, a drummer mm-hmm. from Rare Earth, you know, I like a lot of Rare Earth tunes from Norman Whitfield's songs as well. I mean he he wrote so much music. That was a, a genius. Definitely. Yeah, genius. Man.
2: And when you to be in the studio with him and watch his technique is, you know, is, mm-hmm. is it's a masterclass. I mean, it's it's amazing yeah. man, to to watch behind the scenes what some of these guys do and, you know, get some of that in your repertoire.
1: Right. You know, your your music is positive, which I like. You mm-hmm. know, must be nice. Great lyrics. It's a great message for couples in love. Yeah, you know. It, it takes two. It takes two to tangle.
2: you know. Yeah, you know. You can have it, patience it, with each other. Exactly, exactly.
1: It, that doesn't happen too much anymore with young couples, you know. One of them gets mad
2: and it's all it, over. It, 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 it's a wrap, you know, huh? It's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, nobody's trying to stick it out, and that's no. that, that, that talk in the, in the in the beginning of it. Like you, uh, you can't be the one when it gets tough. You can't be the one that gets going. Exactly. <laughs> got I'm you glad you stick said it that.
1: Out. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, I'm going on 38 years with my wife. So. Yeah, There's ups fantastic. and downs, but so what? Yeah, if you love somebody, you to stick it out. You know. Yeah. Why, why start all over again? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. There, there's good and there's bad, you know? There's good exactly. and there's bad days.
1: You know? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, again was another cool track. It reminded me a little bit of Luther Ingram for some reason. I, I'm a big fan of Luther because when I was a kid, I sold him a pair of binoculars
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: my dad's store in D.C. He was such yeah. a nice guy, too, and yeah, I love yeah, his music. A, he was a really humble guy, huh? yeah that's another thing all these guys they they pass away so early you know, well, you know a lot of the great and b guys
2: yeah it seems it seems like that, but you know in actuality you know uh, time go time goes and and we don't realize yeah. the age of, of you know some of the guys you know that's true so you just you just remember them you know just you know like with the passing of prince you know and yeah. He, he was young, but, you know, for, for 18, 19-year-old guys, like, man, that guy was, you know, over the hill. It's the, they look, look at the younger generation looks at, you know, uh, the older generation as being, you know, old and, and, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> obsolete, sort of. Well, Binky, I'm 62, man,
1: and I got all my hair. Matter of fact, I can grow it out of here if I want. So, throw it down your back, huh?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like the guy, like
1: Mark, who I met at the pool. Yeah. We were talking about him. (laughs) He's a pretty cool guy. He was a very laid back guy, real nice guy. Yeah. Where's he from? Uh, Tampa. Born and raised in Tampa.
2: Okay. My mom's in Tampa.
1: Yeah. Really?
2: Yeah.
1: I didn't know that. Well, next time you come visit her, give me a call, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. for a beer or something, you know? Well, I gave it five stars. I love the album. It's a great album. Um, The Valentinos,
2: that was your dad's group, right? Yeah, you know, that was the Womack Brothers. And then um, when Sam Cooke signed them to go uh, and do circular music, they became the Valentinos, the lovers.
1: Right. And they did, they they had a big hit called I Can Understand It. I think New Birth
2: covered that, right? Yeah, I'm not sure if, if, yeah, yeah. Actually, they did I Can Understand It. And then a lot of people covered that after that. I mean, it was like
0: maybe
2: 10 10 groups. Uncle Bob did a version of his, with his band. Because, you know, he was in the Valentinos as well. But then he took off, he was playing... uh, uh, guitar sessions for, like, Wilson Pickett and everybody. Yeah. He was one of those guys.
0: Right.
1: What What do you need today to really get a, a good break? I mean, it, the music industry is so difficult nowadays. You know, you got all these avenues with YouTube and Spotify and, you know, Reverb Nation. There's a lot of places you can put your music out there, but don't you need somebody to kind of give you that push?
2: Yeah, man, it's 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 just like uh, I mean, you have all these these avenues, but the avenues are flooded. You know what I mean? There's no screening process. You know? Yeah. So everything is out there, and it's all just in this one bin. You know, it's like that bin at the at, at the, uh, at the uh, store that has like everything in it, and it's just like fifty percent off. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> one of those things. So it's just like all this stuff is there, and, and it, it's overwhelming because you know once you put it up there, it's up there, you know. So there's no like uh, cleaning, you know. They don't they don't go across the internet and take stuff that's been there for you know two years with one play down or anything like that. Everything is just there. So there's really no real formula, you know what I mean? It's like the majors are always going to be the majors. They're, they're always trying to block the little guy you know, smaller guy, you know, and and take all the business and, you know, they have the playlist and stuff, but those are like, uh, you know, also ran by the major labels, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, so you just kind of just have to do what you do in this, um, in this era and not get discouraged by um, either the lack of success or the, the, the amount of success or whatever you have to really love to do what you do. Right, right. And that's the only way you can, you can persevere. Well, what about, I always hear
1: the legends always tell me that you got to get out there and you got to play as much as you can. If it's a small club or whatever it is, you got to get your face out there so people can see the band and see the music. Is that, does that go true today or?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's always a thing. I mean what i noticed is that if you play a show people are going to come up that never seen you never heard of you before mm-hmm. and be like man you're fantastic you know i'm going to follow you from this point and the more shows you play that that's the case mm-hmm. but covid yeah
0: there's no, you know
2: what i mean so so yeah. now you have like if that was your avenue to like you know push and then you can't even do that you know at least not 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 you know not yet <laughs>
1: So, so the music industry took a big hit with that,
2: man. Yeah, man, it's there terrible. are there are a lot of guys that, uh, you know, that, that went under, as well yeah. as businesses. And, you know, so the music business took a big hit because, you know, some guys were, were, uh, were surviving on the tour mm-hmm. money, you know what I mean, or the show money. Right. You could go play a show and fly back home and, you know,
0: right.
2: play spot dates. But when they take that away from you, you know, then... What do you do for, you know, two and a half years? Right. Of, of no shows. You know, so.
1: Well, what's your plan? Are, are you, are you going to start touring or what do you, you, know, I haven't seen a big tour from you yet. I mean.
2: I, no, you know, there there hasn't been a, a big tour for me yet because, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm pretty new to this. I mean, I had, I had, this is my fourth album. Right. And say three of those years, uh, or two and a half of those years, basically three years, my other three albums were swallowed by by COVID. So yeah. there I, I, I do some shows, you know, in some certain areas Right. Uh, over that time, but not like a big, you know, city to, to city tour. But I'd have to, um, you know, get invited onto some type of show, you know. Mm-hmm. So like if... You know, someone huge goes out and they, you know, would like for me to open up. That would be, you know,
1: that'd be awesome. Wonderful
2: for me. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. It, Mick was to call and say, hey, we want you. To open up. <laughs>
1: <coughs> Unfortunately, Earth, Wind, and Fire picked Carlos Santana for their tour. They're, it's Carlos and uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire together.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then all of these tours that are about to start—these are yeah. just uh, these are test tours. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, people don't know if it's going to go. You know, the the whole length of the tour, or if it's just going to be two or three, four dates, and then you know some type of restriction shut it down because right. something happened. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and and no one wants to be the first one that, to 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 go out, especially the you know the promoters. You
1: know. You, know, you know what surprises me. As you would think, you know, with your connections in the music industry, you'd be way up here and you'd have all the backing in the world. That's not true. All the big guys and their kids, they're, they're not getting anywhere. You, you know, like um, John Lennon's son, George Harrison's son, Julian Lennon made a splash maybe back in the 80s. But his last album, you know, it didn't get to push. And he has Steven Tyler on the album. I mean, it's 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 not true. I'm yeah,
2: it, it, yeah, I mean, you yeah right. You would think like because there's a fan base there. Yeah, you know, exactly. That that people that would love the Beatles would be, you know, in the Julian or you know, even George. But yeah, yeah it, 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 it's it, it's it's kind of you know, I I don't know what to say about that one because it's like I the fans are there, you know. But you know, generationally, a lot of those guys, like we were saying, have passed away. So maybe, mm-hmm. maybe some of the some of those real fans, those real diehard fans, right, have passed away, or you know, things like that. And and the younger generation, or the or the new uh, people coming up, aren't at that level where they're that type of um, that type of music lover you know right, what i mean
0: right,
2: to right. to say well i mean cuz I, I meet people that 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 love my uncles and them and they love my stuff and you know but then there are people that that you would think in like certain um, uh, areas I, I don't know if if they're familiar with it or I mean it's kinda of hard to call. So you yeah. just have to keep you know, you have to do what you do. And eventually I think um what happens with with my stuff is people hear this record and then they're like, Wow, well, i never heard of this guy before mm-hmm. and then they go back and they research the other records and they're mm-hmm. like, Wow, now right. then now then they they you know, they yeah. see like I become one of one of uh, one of their favorites in their playlist or you know, at from that point once they really discover, you know, what's there.
1: I wish and those then, old days would come back, you know. That, and then, then
2: know. sometimes it, it, it's like you said, like the, I, I read that one review that said uh, uh, Vitamin B was the best record there yeah. and, and there was barely anything else there. And I was Exactly. Barely, yeah. What is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, I was like this record, the whole entire album is fantastic, you know. The
1: guy knows so, nothing about R&B music,
2: man. It's ridiculous, yeah. you know. So if, If people read that, you know, sometimes people just go with what they heard. Exactly. that good. You know,
1: critics can be real jerk (laughs) offs.
2: Especially the Rolling.
1: (laughs) I never liked Rolling Stones reviews. They they would make or break you. You know. Yeah. They were were harsh on a lot of good artists. Mm -hmm. Which it's a shame. I'd love to see R and B come back, man. I I love that era. It was you know I was on the air back in the late uh, seventies. Mm-hmm. I played the first rap song, the first commercial rap song, the Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> rappers delight, rappers delight. Yeah, man, that was a, the first commercial rap song that really made it big.
2: You know, right across the world, across the Car- world, it, yeah. it, and it carried those guys their whole career. I mean, they were still, you know, because they were at the they were the pioneers of mm-hmm. that. So I think Run um, DMC came in. Yeah, and yeah. then that just really. Knock the door down.
1: That was the badass side, you know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you think rap can last? I mean, it's been around forever now. We we, we need a new wave of some kind of, you know, a a little change in music, I think, you know?
2: Well, you know, rap, it's a different type of rap now. You know, it's not as prolific, and, you know, these guys aren't really poets, and it's just like, what's happening in, on a street level and mm-hmm. it's really big right now, you know, yeah. and it's just like you know that's just one of those things, you know <laughs> Yeah. that's just one of those things, it's like uh, either you like it or, or you know, and, and most people, I mean that's for uh, maybe under 30 and you know the topics, I mean I, I can listen to it and I can, I can you know, I get into the, the the music and the tracking, I mean, I see how it's put together, but it's just, I don't know, So, music, that rap era now is a little dangerous, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. Everyone has guns in the video, and, mm. you know, you have 10 of your, your best friends, and they have machine guns, and it's just not really a, you know, a, <laughs> yeah, and, and, know. and these guys are, and, and they're actually, you know, killing each other every every day, you read, right. like, you know, this rapper who, you know, he's... In the top ten was shot or killed or chased down or you know, it's just terrible. So young
1: too, the twenties and thirties and you yeah, know. And these
2: guys are like fifteen and sixteen. I yeah. mean uh, Pop Smoke Why? was you know? was one of the top cats was was, was, was murdered by some fifteen year olds, you know.
0: Jeez. Like
2: robber's jewelry, you know. That's you know, crazy. home invasion. You know, I sad
1: to see the go. I did like DMX.
2: Yeah, he was a legend. He was was a legend. So his music will always be around. Right. You You can listen to that today and still appreciate it. That's the type of records that you know.
1: It's like Tupac too. Tupac's another guy that you know his music will live on.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I I I, I did some records with Tupac, and uh, it was the anniversary of his death. uh, this month, I think it was, and, mm-hmm. and I can't believe he's, he, he's been gone 25 years.
1: Some people say he's living in Cuba and he's alive.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what his cousin told me, anyway. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yep. But uh, so what's going to change in the music industry? No, do, do you have um. Are, are you bringing in young artists? Are you wh- what are you doing now with your,
2: your yeah company? man? That's that, that's always been, been my thing. Right. You know, I've always you know tried to develop uh, undeveloped talent. It's easy to you know pr- to produce uh, Mariah Carey or you know Britney Spears or somebody who's already established. I mean, you don't even have right. to have a any type of just song that. <laughs> Just a record that they want to sing on it. And it's right. like, okay, you're going to get another plaque for this and you're going to get a plaque for this. But to take someone who is uh, unknown t- to the world, you know what I mean? Or that's never made a record before, you know? And and establishing it takes more to do that than right. to just jump from uh, well-known artists to well-known artists and, and be screaming, you're the greatest, you know? So I have... Um, Lisa Love, that sang on uh, oh, the "Let's Do It Again" remake that I right, did. Right, right. Uh, I'm finishing up an album on her. Okay. And then I, Lisa Love. I have, yeah, Lisa Love album comes out next month. And the, okay. The P Funk, the P Union, that punkadelic group I was telling you about. Yeah. That album comes out next month. Okay. Awesome. And then so yeah, so there's there's a few acts that I'm working on that are that are unknown and right, you know.
1: Are you working with any of those uh, rap guys that talk about machine guns and
2: things like that? No, man. <laughs> you know, uh, I, 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 I've had some opportunities, but
0: yeah,
2: I, I, I really stay away from those because uh, it, all that other stuff comes with it. You know what I, I mean? I know, I know. And, you know the lifestyle. Guys come, yeah, the yeah. lifestyle. Guys come to your studio and everybody has a gun. and my oh Put my gun on the table.
0: It's just like, <laughs> I okay.
2: You, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. You knocking the gate to make sure nobody followed them there. it mean, uh, it's terrible. So, yeah. so, that I I, I I had a lot of offers, but no, I I, I kind of just say you know I'm not gonna do that. I thought about doing some stuff under a uh, alias, but right. still, it's the same thing. You know, you can't really get away from yeah from that. You know?
1: Yeah, you're um. Your uncle, man. He was good friends with Sly, right? Yeah, yeah. They were
2: yeah. Uh, they were they were great buddies, you know.
1: I love Sly, man. I just I just wish he'd just come out of it <laughs> you know, and get back it. He was so brilliant, you know, his yeah. music is you know, it's like the R and B of the Beatles,
2: you know. You to know me, what? I yeah.
1: compare him as the R and B of the Beatles. Believe you
2: know? it or not, he still is brilliant. You know what yep. I mean. Sly, right. Sly still writes and, mm-hmm. and plays and performs, but uh, because of you know his past, no one no one really wants to touch that. You know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he's you know he he's still a, a to this day you know extremely talented guy.
1: Have you seen Sly over the that past couple of years or anything? Or?
2: I haven't seen Sly in about. Maybe about four years. Really? Yeah. But when I last time I saw him, you know, we're over at his. He had a condo and, and he has, has a setup with you know, yeah, laptop and oh you good, know, good, good piano good. and yeah, he still he still just jams, you know.
1: Didn't he win some
2: money? There was a lawsuit going on. And... I think I think that the judge, um, the, the judge awarded him, you know, right, quite a bit of money. But Good. I don't know if he, you know what I mean? I don't know if it's actually been paid or anything like that, but there was where he was awarded, you know, some of his yeah. money. And I mean, and that's crazy, right? Yeah. But that's just the way things happen. And, and just to think, I mean, the award that he had gotten was like $5 million or something like that. And that yeah. was just a small portion of yeah. what exactly. he had generated over, you know, all those all years. The hits. And,
1: all yeah. those hits, man. Yeah, they, they say. I talked to some people that were at Woodstock. They said he, it was him, he was the uh number one act, he got everybody on their feet, you know. Yeah, and I
2: think, yeah, he, he 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 was the original, the originator of all those you know super bands that that came yep. behind him, you know. Like, I mean, Prince, uh, you know, kind of you know, took what he what he started and you know and kept it going with, with his whole band of revolution yeah. and everything.
1: The, the two powerhouse R&B bands I really admire, Slide and the Family Stone and War. War's is another band that had a lot of hits.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah war, war was, and they're, same thing, they're like a huge band. Yep, yep. You know, but it, it, during that time, there, there were so many great bands, man. There yeah. were, like you said, Parliament Funk, Delic was yep. a great band, uh, Slave, Slave. Uh, uh, you know, Lakeside Cameo. Cameo's yeah. ridiculous
0: cameo. concert.
2: Cameo. Gap band. Yeah. So you had all these all these bands, you know. And uh I don't think they're I, I can't name one in this era that's uh no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There's there's like you'd have to like really sit back and think, Yeah. You know, like you
1: know. there, there's some good talent out there but they're not recognized, you know. And I'm sure there's a real good band. I, there's some group out there that's probably just as good as the Beatles. But yeah. nobody's gonna know about them. You know? Yeah. 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 You know, you know who I met a long time ago? It was a weird show. My my cut my um sister in law's cousin was in a band called um Sabata, and they mm-hmm. backed up Gil Scott Heron. And it was in a very small lizard auditorium at george washington university and it was like 10 people
2: there <laughs> it was a fantastic show
1: huh? oh my god it, it, this was the first time gil scott heron was out and about mm-hmm. you know doing shows and things but i got to hang out with them and everything and now they're you know they're like legends you know another very poetic guy you know wrote a lot of great music you know
2: yeah you know that but that was those time the time where they were you know you know, you know, like the stuff Marvin Gaye was putting out. Yeah, it, I mean, it was revolutionary, and right. was at the same time, you know, uplifting, trying to pull people together. Right. You know, trying to that it was that was that time.
1: You know? Yeah. What's the word Johannesburg? That, that was yeah. a good song. <laughs> really good song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, I've asked you this before, and I get some interesting answers. If you had a field of dreams. Wish. Like the movie to collaborate, play with, with, you know, or from somebody from the past or present. Who who would that be? And you can't say Womacks, any Womacks.
2: <laughs> well, I play with all those. Well, I play with all those Womack people. Right. So let me see. <laughs> I mean, I would like to do something, man. I mean, I would have loved to. to uh, vibe with I always say like Rod Stewart, mm-hmm. you know he, he's he's a great soul singer. Um, I would like to, you know, maybe uh, Bob Marley, yeah, you know, some some of those cats that were, uh, you know, really prolific and just you know great songwriters, you know.
1: Is there a reggae record in you, or uh,
2: what do you think? No, no. I mean, the, clo- the closest I've got to a reggae record was a uh, Mr. Sun on uh-huh. the Mexican I album. Mean, you listen to that; it has kind of, kind of yeah. a reggae feel, but it's it's not like you know what I mean. It's not that. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, a red wine. <laughs> it, it's not the real deep rooted reggae, so you know. But so, it just has a Caribbean vibe on it.
1: Curtis, what's next for you? I mean, you got this album, which is incredible. I love it. One of your best. One of your best albums. Um, I'm looking forward to maybe swinging back a little bit to some more guitar, of course, because you're so good at it. Yeah. But what's next?
2: Man, I'm just going to, uh, you know, I, I I, I, think I'm just going to just keep making music and putting the records out and not try to get caught up into uh, you know, trying to shape it where I think it's right. a commercial hit. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that I want people that whenever they do stumble onto this, you know, that that it's great. You know what I mean? You can't hear, you know, oh, this record was done in the 80s. Because, you know, there's a certain thing where you try to go trendy and try right. to, you know, right. uh, satisfy the record label. Since I don't have to do that, I'll just, you know, just continue to just like you said, maybe the next record uh definitely will will, you know, put something guitar worthy on mm-hmm. there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, because I I purposely held back, you know what I mean? On a lot of a lot I of could these
1: tell. I records. could tell you held back. So
2: <laughs> So and, I'm just gonna, and just keep doing it.
1: You got to demonstrate your talent, man. That's, you know, you're, you know, I like that picture of you on the beach with the acoustic guitar. Mm -hmm. That was a cool, I use that picture because it kind of appeals to everybody. You know, it's kind of a laid back, laid back Curtis, you know?
2: Yeah. if, If you listen to, I think my, my favorite, uh Guitar song. Did you have the very first record, the Womack style?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We reviewed and that the first time we I did the interview. I loved it. Yeah, and
2: there's yeah. that. There's one all all out uh, uh, song on there that's all just is guitar. I mean, double bass kind drum of, pedal, uh, kind of Hendrix,
1: kind of Jimmy Hendrix type. Yeah,
2: and that song is, is yeah. kind of like uh, uh a uh, soul for a c d C record right, right I can't think of the, 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 the name of the song right now but it's kinda um it's the only one on there outside I of me and my that. guitar. Yeah. Yeah but check that out.
1: That impressed me a lot, you know. Well you know you're you're a very eclectic musician. You can play any of it, Which is great.
2: You know yeah, you can do so, it all. But 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 you have to like you know you can't Although you can do it all, right. you have to like, you know what I mean. You have to kind of put it in a, 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 a sculpt it down where it can fit nicely into a, a certain package. You know what I mean? Right. Until you get to the, the level of, of you know that we're talking about, like you're you're the grand scheme of things, and everyone is, you know, they know what what to expect. They don't, you know, because you're gonna you're gonna have the the critics that are always right. gonna, you know. Give their twist on things, you Mm -hmm. know, and and if they can get this record as wrong as they as (laughs) some of the reviews that I read, you know, then. Do
1: you think you think you found the package, or do you think you're still working? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Because you know, imagine if you come to see you know a show, right? You know, then it's going to be you're going to get you know all of that. You're going to get the. You know the big band. You're gonna get the the guitar solos. It's, we're gonna get some uh, some improv stuff. You know, right, right. You, we may play. You know, uh, everyday people. You know what yeah, I mean? It's just yeah. like you're gonna get. So so you're when you're in the when you're in the uh, live setting, it's different than the record. You know what I mean? Because you want the record to be tame and you want it mm-hmm. to be, you know, a certain way.
1: I Hear You knocking's is going to be great life.
2: Yeah, it's be, so it's, it's just really like, can you imagine going from I Hear You knocking to like, you know, uh, uh, her or something like that that was on the uh, right. Next of Kin record. It's just like the show, you know, it's going to be, it's going to pull people back in, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of reflects on what you were saying about when people see you live and going right. out there and, you know, seeing what you actually do on stage. Because listening to a Prince record and going to a Prince show. Totally different. (laughs) Totally different. But You know what I mean? I've seen him play Jungle Boogie. It was like, just destroy it, you
1: know. (laughs) And some of the guys from Cool and the Gang on the show I've had the Commodores on. It's great to talk to those guys, you know. Yeah. Like you said, everyone's getting old though.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, when you think about it, you think like like Lionel Richie, those guys like 80. Yeah. You know, 80 years old, so Gosh. Yeah. You know, we, we
1: we have time at we, it stands still because we still listen to the music and we still think of them when the music's mm-hmm. first released. And you're right, you're 100% right. And you know, it's it's there's a big gap there. Now they're old, you know. And
2: we don't realize yeah. it. And you don't realize how old they are, you know. Like Yeah. I see George Clinton and Oh man. It's just like yeah. man, George was around back in the doo-wop days. Yeah, know? that's right. That's and it's right. like now he's one of the last you know, last guys last guys left. And, you know, he still looks pretty good. So yeah. healthy, but when you think about it, I mean I George, how old are you? You know, <laughs> 87 <86, laughs> You know, that's yeah. you know, that's an accomplishment right there, man. Yeah, he, he's the
1: uh, Frank Zappa of soul music. Yeah, he's got that. You know, he, he's the first time when I saw him in concert, he came out in a diaper,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and of course the spaceship came down. and, You know, it was, oh man, that, those a days, great show.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, Binky, anything else you, you need to promote? We're going to, we got the um, Womack 2021, Mr. Womack, and we got The Last Valentino, both available on Amazon.com right now. Anything else you you need to promote?
2: No, man. People follow me on, on uh, Binky Womack, you know, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram. Right. Uh, there's Binky Womack.com. Right. all kind of, you know, uh, updates and, um, you know, there's lots of videos out there. Lots of videos. Lots of videos. Uh, we're going to be shooting some new videos for the Mr. Womack 2021 uh, record. Right. And it, it's different shooting videos now because, you know, there's only like two people allowed on a set. Right. <laughs> so, you know, you have to really be a, a, a creative or, you know, there's, there's not a lot of cast, so but we want to deliver some visuals still for this record, and hopefully, you know, that you guys will catch us catch us live. That'd be great, be able to witness what a real show is like. That'd be awesome, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I love you guys. You know, you're real musicians. You know, your music is so good, and I wish you all the best, best luck in the world. I hope you get really big. You know, hey man, if I can do too. my part, if I get my part to push. You know, whatever I can uh, promote, you guys, I I do it. You know that, and just yeah, keep yeah, sending that. me new music, and you know, we'll we'll go ahead and uh, promote the hell out of it.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. When I, I'm going to send you uh, the P, the P, I'm gonna send you a a, a a link where you can listen to the the, the P Union record and the Lisa uh, Love definitely. record. I want to promote those guys too. Yeah, you're yeah. going gonna to love that stuff, Spe- especially you're going to love the, the the P Union because oh, there's nobody doing it like like, doing like, it. like we're doing it. Nobody's doing it like we're doing it. Exactly. So I'm going to send you that. Man, I thanks for having it. me on your anytime, show. Anytime, really
1: man. You, you've got a – anytime you want to come on, when, when you start touring, we'll get you back on again so we can announce all the dates you got going. And if you ever want to do a, a tribute to the Womacks, I'm I'm up for it. I've done a few tributes on this show. So, okay.
2: Uh, that, that'll yeah. be fantastic, man.
1: Yeah. You know, with Zoom, we can do anything now. We'll just have, you know, 10, 12 different screens, you know, and everybody talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> Sounds That'd good. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. All right, man. Love your show. Thank you. Love you too, Appreciate dude. you. All right. Okay. I appreciate
1: you. Thank you so All right, much. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you, everybody, for listening to Interviewing the Legends. Brought to you by the Publicity Works Agency. Call 941-877-1552 or visit us at publicityworksagency.com. Specializing in author and music artist publicity plans. We shine when we make you shine. Tune in to Interviewing the Legends. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Time on PBS Radio Station 1.